worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. Apparently, some of our gas giants in the solar system, there's them. Obviously, they're huge, humongous. We're talking like just the size is incomparable compared to even uh, that of the Earth that we so humbly walk upon. But uh, there's a lot of gas within, a lot of density, a lot of material, and pressures are very high in the atmosphere there. Oh, you can't even send a probe too far into one of those planets because the pressures just end up crushing it. And we just get very few signals back by the time that uh, you know it is down to a pancake size. Uh, 100, uh, uh, sorry, 1.5 million Earth atmospheres, basically, is the uh, pressure on uh, some of our gas giants, for instance. And that might mean, compared to uh, the chemical makeup of the Earth and uh, to other gas giants, that there are actually forming diamonds like there's it's the comparison was made between mayonnaise you know eggs and oil and separating them and then uh, what what that looks like when you're separating certain chemicals on a giant planet when the carbon comes out all crazy it forms diamonds if only we could actually extract it right but really ultimately what the finding tells us the most important piece of information that we can discern from learning about the diamonds on our gas giants within the solar system is that there is something very valuable hidden somewhere within Uranus, yeah, yeah, had to do it. It's music news time, and unfortunately, it starts off on a real bummer note, because uh, if you hadn't heard uh, a crazy musician from back in the day, the man who scored so many spaghetti westerns, including some of your absolute favorites, Ennio Morricone, uh, he passed away, unfortunately, uh, at the age of 91. Uh, if you don't know who he is, I mean, here's just a taste of some of the work that he's done. Sad loss to uh, the music and movie industries. Uh, meanwhile, in music exclusively, but I guess crossing over into politics a little bit, Kanye West has bid for the 2020 American presidential election. That's right, Kanye for Prez. Although, admittedly, he hasn't really done anything other than announce that he's running for president. Uh, he hasn't really taken any steps to get there. He hasn't really filed any forms, signed up for anything, registered any names with any organizations. He's just kind of put out a tweet with the hashtag 2020 vision as his campaign slogan. Uh, so, I mean, if he hasn't really lifted much of a finger other than writing a tweet, he's actually probably a shoe in and we should fear this Tuesday. Talking about this epic road trip I took five years ago. Today I was on it. It was 36 hours, so it wasn't like it was just on this one day. Uh, down to San Diego for Comic-Con. And then, of course, another... I think we shaved off a little bit. I think it was more like 34 hours <laughs> to get back home. 
during which on my laptop I made sure to play the entirety of the one and only so far season of Clone High for the people that were uh, in the back seat. But uh, now there was a moment along the the road trip that my cohorts found out that I can at times be an extremely polite puker. Uh, in fact, it's not much of a nickname, but I am known as the polite puker at times whenever the subject of vomiting comes up. And it became a, a thing when we were driving through Utah, and I, I'm I'm kind of uh, graced with not really getting seasickness or motion sickness or anything like that, even when I was a kid. Was totally fine in vehicles. What will get me, though, is heat. Like, too much isolated heat right on the head, right on the brain, you know what I mean? It can mess with you. And, uh, you know, I think there's a reason you feel nauseous when you have a fever. Long story short, we are driving through this hot stretch and uh, the sun was beating down, and I had one of those neck pillows trying to sleep in the back seat because my shift was coming up, and I just woke up just nauseous, completely nauseous, to the point where I, like, thought about it, looked around, considered my options, and said, hey, excuse me, um, do, you th- do you think maybe we could just, uh, you know, next opportunity you get, pull over to the side of the road, immediately the driver's like, what, you okay? You're going to be okay? And thank goodness, stopped very quickly for me to be able to throw up, but at the side of the road going, excuse me, sorry guys, we'll, we'll be back on the road. I know we got a schedule to keep, we'll, yeah, sorry, I'm so sorry guys. And I got back into a car filled with riotous laughter to the point where Robin Williams might have been headlining uh, because they could not keep it together. Time for some music news. Weird Al dropped a new lip-synced video to go along with his Hamilton polka, which came out earlier this year, injecting some accordion into the musical that's now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Nothing if not consistent. Uh, meanwhile, the Dalai Lama is ready to drop his hot new collaboration with sitar player Anushka Shankar. That's the daughter of Ravi. Uh, the music is going to be live streamed along with other guest appearances to mark the spiritual leader's 85th birthday. Meanwhile, Bruce Springsteen is dusting off a live recording that has been a legend of the bootlegged concert world. So the boss and the E Street Band, they performed September 25th in Philadelphia, and they've released that experience now as part of Springsteen's monthly concert download series, which you're not going to have to illegally obtain. And... Metallica is honoring the late composer Ennio Morricone. Uh, He's the mastermind behind the score of over 500 movies, and he died in Rome at the age of 91 this week. For those who don't know, Metallica has been using this song, The Ecstasy of Gold, as walk-on music consistently for over 37 years. It's longer than I've even been around, and I don't think that they're about to stop. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. This is a bit of a sad story, but I can't stop laughing. I'm feeling the guilt here. I'm feeling the guilt. I'm just crying, laughing, rewatching the video that my girlfriend shared with me from this TikTok video sharing social media. Uh, this poor guy, this poor, poor guy, uh, he, he had a little bit of a run in. He's driving home from work and unfortunately had a uh, violent accidental run in with a squirrel. The rest of the video is this roller coaster. I'm trying to give it CPR, but I didn't know how to. And a YouTuber, and apparently you can't give CPR to squirrels. And I tried to call 911. They said they don't do that. I texted my mom asking her what I should do. She said, "LOL, just come home." LOL. <laughs> it's 
poor guy. I can't even. I can't even. Oh, I was actually holding back tears. Um, this, I, I, I feel the guilt. I have, I've, I've been there. Not often or anything like that. I've never actually hit like a big animal though. You know, never anything that's, uh, and, and not many in total. Uh, I could count on one hand, I'm sure. But you have those fears of like running into like the great Canadian moose and just demolishing your entire vehicle. Uh, and uh, never have I come too close to that. One time in my very first vehicle, which was a, a little Ford Ranger truck, uh, I remember driving to Edmonton dark of the night and just the, coming up on a rest stop where thank goodness there was some extra light being uh, put out by the lights you know in that area that 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 reflected off the road to allow me to see that I was just about to drive into the midst of like an entire herd of white-tailed deer and just so narrow if I had a bigger vehicle would not have been the same story but narrowly narrowly missed them all and thank goodness because that would have been a vehicle ending story I think Basically, anything Google's got, anything publicly accessible on Facebook or any of the social medias, it's all in Clearview's database. Uh, and they have had some deals with uh, law enforcement agencies. A lot of people saying, hey, hang on, no, we need to regulate this technology first before we allow it to be used uh, to police. But but the good news is in Canada, it's being uh, ousted. It's not going to, it's leaving Canada. The RCMP is basically indefinitely suspended the contract that they did have with them. Um, and I think that's good news. I mean, like, it's not just this one technology, this one app, this one group of people, but facial recognition apps are kind of terrifying. If you haven't watched it yet, I highly recommend a uh, Last Week Tonight clip from John Oliver from last month where he talks about this very subject and even goes in-depth using a clip from a Russian news story about a super helpful thing you can download on your phone. If you find yourself in a cafe with an attractive girl and you don't have the guts to approach her, no problem. All you need is a smartphone and the application FindFace. Take a picture and wait for the result. Now you're already looking at her profile page. Burn it all down. Burn everything down. Agreed. But you know what? Back in the day, it used to be more so ourselves getting uh, us in trouble. I had roommates, and one roommate told me his ingenious idea for never having those types of photos bite him in the butt. He said, I just never include my face. It's pretty smart, right? Facial recognition technology. Can't track that, but... But then I had to inform him that he had at least six or seven tattoos around his body, and if he was sending nudes that only excluded the face, that he was still including identifying marks, and his face went white. I have a feeling that he might have been in the hundreds of nudes sent. We'll see if that bites him in the butt later on in life. For the meantime, I'm going to go clean up my social media photos. Wednesday music news for you and unfortunately I gotta start things off on a little bit of a downer. Uh, Motley Crue's Nikki Six says Ozzy Osbourne is not doing so good. Uh, the upside of course is that Uncle Oz said he is slowly getting better after about with uh, pneumonia in 2019 uh, in an interview last month so we can keep hope alive. I'm not sure if Nikki Six has actually you know seen Mr. Osborne in person but uh, you know he's got the music connection so he'd probably hear before we would. Megadeth They've announced dates for a 2021 tour with Lamb of God, Trivium, and In Flames. Uh, in a time where we are drooling for live music, it's very unfortunate to see that there are only two Canadian dates so far. They could add to that. Everything's up in the air as far as live music and events go, but here are the dates so far. Quebec City and, wow, Laval. You never see that on a world tour list. And 266 musicians from 35 countries around the world got together to do a tribute to Lincoln Park and Chester from Lincoln Park. Here's a taste of the gigantic version of In the End. Oh, 
check out the video direct from Rockin' Mob's YouTube page. Very cool stuff. Hey, Alexa. Play the Steve Reeve podcast. Kim called to reassure me. Well, I'm actually a dental assistant, so I know all about that stuff. Oh, you, Yeah, you know everything about it. Did you have an infection, did they say, or did you have a cavity? Well, uh, my, uh, my memory is not what it used to be, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's the very first filling that I ever got. Didn't keep, you know what I mean? And so now there's a cavity around that original filling. So I, I was told I was lucky that I don't have an abscess or no pain or anything like that, but it needs to happen like now. Oh, okay. So what happens is, yeah, the cavity goes underneath the filling and then the cavity can touch the nerve. And sometimes some people don't feel pain, some people do. But if you're not in pain, um, they're probably going to be able to numb you pretty easy. So you shouldn't feel anything. <laughs> but that's what they said. They're like, we'll just freeze the heck out of your mouth and you'll be fine. What about afterwards? The nerve is removed from the tooth. So the tooth itself won't be in pain, but you'll have tenderness from like the work that was done on the tooth. It's not terrible. So, I mean, you will feel a little bit of discomfort, but it shouldn't be horrible. Ah, so probably not a lot of time off work then. <laughs> <laughs> probably not, no. <laughs> no, I can't milk it like you might have been able to like 30 years ago. Yeah, probably. However, that's not going to stop me from trying, all right? You always have to try. Uh, but uh, I'm glad to hear that, I mean, in all cases, even people uh, giving me messages this morning, very reassuring information. Seems like I'll be up and at him in no time. I don't know if I like that information or not. You can keep your manufactured rage about having to wear a mask or not, uh, because I've got some that actually put the rage into me. Uh, not too long ago, uh, while out and about uh, shooting just a little funny clip thing ahead of Canada Day, uh, was at the Parsons Creek uh, Tunnel. You know, there's the, kind of the, the overpass, and there's a creek that kind of runs through it. And if you've been to the area, you know, a lot of graffiti under there, and you might think, that's what I'm outraged about. Eh, no, not so much. Not compared to... The fact that there are a bunch of birds' nests, like, uh, I've, I'm no ornithologist, but people have told me these are probably, like, cliff swallows, uh, but they're a type of bird that makes their uh, nest out of mud and clay and stuff, and, and sticks it to to overhangs, and, and in this tunnel, along the lighting fixtures, there have just been tons of them, to the point where birds are flying in and out of this tunnel constantly, and I was like, this is magical this is wonderful this is so fantastic uh, and uh, you know kind of a different sight than we're used to seeing we do get wildlife here we're in the middle of the boreal forest of course but then i saw a post that just completely ruined all of that because people were showing evidence that there was somebody or some people some party some entity who's gone in there and has attempted to destroy a bunch of these nests the the homes of these birds which to some I'm sure might not seem like the biggest deal, but like that's that's heartbreaking stuff, and that's really a stupid move. Uh, whatever might possess somebody to do that, I can't even visit. But like, imagine somebody just coming over to your pad and just starting to take it apart while you're still in it. Like, it might make you feel a little bit upset, right? And here's the, the jokes on whoever did that, because the first thing that anybody, I, I was so thrilled about that tunnel, asking people that knew more about birds than I did about the situation, had people chiming in about it as well, just to like be like, oh, by the way, and the number one thing people want to tell you about these potentially cliff swallow uh, variety of birds, they eat the heck out of mosquitoes. So if you're getting rid of them, you're just letting the mosquitoes live, all right? That is the flying animal that we can all band together against. Thursday. This cardboard cutout idea to solve the problem of fans in the stands at, uh, at a game, at a, at a sports game of whatever 
kind of variety you want. Um, now, in Germany, I was just seeing, this is a story from a little while ago, but they're putting these cardboard cutouts into the stands by the thousands, and it actually kind of changes the look. I mean, it doesn't look quite so empty. A little bit of this uncanny valley reality thing going on, but I've got a few ideas about how to improve that German engineering for our own home games, perhaps. I mean, I'm looking at you, NHL. You still haven't picked your home hubs yet, even though we heard potentially Edmonton along with Toronto. We'll see. We'll see. But when we get there, maybe we could like add like a one-way speaker uh, behind the mouths of all the cutouts. Like, I mean, think like Ben Stiller's character in uh, Dodgeball. Nice job, Susie. You call that a sit-up? Don't slack, Trevor. I'm watching you. You know what I mean? Kind of creepy, but uh, during the game, you could hoot and holler as much as you want, uh, and you could heckle your, uh, your 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 jabs and your jeers. You can you can make the players know that you appreciate them, or make fun of them too. I mean, that's all part of being in the stands live at a game. Or one step further, uh, make those bodies generic on the cardboard cutouts, but then add like a tablet for the face, uh, the creepy robot heads. But with actually animated faces, maybe that would work a little bit better for those who are like kind of closer to the stands, edge of the court uh, for for some basketball. You know what I mean? Um, add a remote control swivel, and uh, that is going to add some added realism or probably creepiness. Uh, but uh, unless whoever wants to pay for that seat is like a member of your family, they might not actually be in the frame during the game. Uh, if you ever try to FaceTime family, they're usually distracted and they're usually like somewhere else. You can hear noise motion maybe they're cooking in the kitchen or something like that and you're like hello i'm here from hundreds of miles away can we maybe have a quick conversation so uh, there's some stuff to work out some tweaks that probably need to be smoothed but still i think that this is uh something that has legs or probably not because why would you need them if it's just cardboard cutouts in stands Time for an injection of music news right here on 100.5 Cruise FM. I just heard from the Killers, Tragically Hip, and Motley Crue, who are going to show up in a second. But first, this is a story that just keeps getting worse. A country group, Lady Antebellum, announced last month they're going to be distancing themselves from the slave era associations uh, from in America's history with the name Antebellum by shifting to simply Lady A. Now, they didn't happen to take the time to Google search and notice that a black blues singer named Anita White had been performing under that name for two decades. Decades, but they claimed that they'd been in touch and everything was chill. Apparently not, because now Lady A, as in Antebellum, is suing Lady A, as in Anita, for the rights to the name. Hot tip, country trio. The A is still going to stand for Antebellum, so what are we really doing here? Uh, just yesterday, we announced that Megadeth is planning a North American tour for 2021, with several bands joining along the route. But now Def Leppard guitarist Phil Collin, he says that his band's postponed 2020 tour with Motley Crue, Poison, and Joan Jett has about a 50-50 chance of actually happening next year. He says, and I quote, If everyone does what they're supposed to do, then we will be there next summer. I'm really looking forward to it. You don't want to let Phil Collin down, or Phil Collins, for that matter. Friday. Amy Collin about a pooch that she used to know. My dad's old boss had this golden retriever who would dive for rocks. <laughs> like like, uh, like in the water, like out at the lake or whatever? Yep. You'd throw the rock off the end of the dock. The dog would beeline out there, jump off the end of the dock. He'd swim about three or four circles around above where the rock was, dive down, pick that exact rock up, because we checked. We would mark them. <laughs> And he'd bring it back and give it to you. That's impressive. That's impre- I feel like yeah. I would try to do that once, and I just wouldn't come back up. <laughs> yeah, no, and, like, this was not shallow. Like, it was a 10-foot deep lake at that spot. 
Holy cow. Okay, so maybe I probably would have come back up because I would never have made it 10 feet down into the water in the first place, just coming back empty-handed or, uh, empty or with... Uh, with seaweeds, with kelp in my hands. You know what I mean? Thank you so much for your call this morning. Of course, the phone line, as always, 780-715-CRUISE. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. There's a new deluxe box set to add to the collection coming out. The Rolling Stones are reissuing the 1973 album Goat's Head Soup with extra goodies like unreleased songs. This one known as Crisscross Man in the Bootleg World, now fully released by the Stones, just called crisscross. Definitely worth jamming out to. It also comes with a complete show recording from the original tour nearly 50 years ago. Four posters, a big book, and a whole lot more. Also, uh, the Osbournes, they're heading back to TV together, but not in the same format as the Osbournes. Instead, the show, which premieres in early August, has a completely different name. The Osbournes want to believe. Ozzy and Sharon are going to be the Scully-like skeptics, and their son Jack will be the Mulder of the piece, showing them some undeniable proof of the supernatural. Beyond just photos of Ozzy Osbourne on stage. I think that's probably supernatural enough. Curated. Curated is in the Hall of Shame uh, for buzzwords and phrases for 2020. Curated. I mean, I don't really mind that word. It explains what's going on. You're collecting the best of something or great examples of something into one convenient location. But it has been brutalized. It has been used too much. Same deal with content. The internet has just ruined this word. Content means stuff, right? It means you've got a container that's got things in it. You're talking about those things. But content has become such an empty word that it's basically a vacuum now. It means nothing. And I mean that in the literal sense. Uh, human capital. Ugh, I hate that term. Just like I never really liked the term human resources. Totally makes it sound like either they're trying to tell you that as a human you're a commodity, or they're trying to put a human face to a faceless corporation. Either way. Either way. Uh, but uh, in the time of COVID, in these unprecedented times, reach out, circle back, ideation, fake news, mainstream media, we remain cautious going forward, and... My personal least favorite, the new normal, which is one that I catch myself saying way too often. Transmission over. One more Steve. New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 530 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.